Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Bob Brill. He's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, an NFL fantasy football podcast. Each week, my co-host, former Bears and Lions quarterback Eric Kramer, and myself delve into your fantasy football choices and hopefully help you out on your way to victory. And you find out more by going to our website, which is KramerandBrill.com, or you can find out more by going to my Bob Brill YouTube channel. Now, recapping how we did this week, and <laughs> first of all, props to you. You called it. You said right on the money. You said Philadelphia would lose this week. And Monday night, they did to the Washington Commanders in an impressive win, 32-21. Now, it was the, uh, that was the final, despite Hurts accounting for all three touchdowns. McLaurin had eight for 120. Brian Robinson rushed for 86 yards. And Heineke threw for 211. Good job, dude. Uh, I mean, you pulled it out of your head. You should have been. You were in Vegas this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did. All I did to say was, you know, hey, this is likely to happen. So. <laughs> That was that was great. I mean, great. I mean, you know, just... I'm, I'm so I got to tell you, I am so impressed with uh, Tyler Henneke and where, where he's and they did a little thing. I don't know if you saw the game, but he went to Old Dominion. He was undrafted like me, went to a few teams, got cut, actually was the Washington commanders um, COVID quarterback, which has got, I remember that, got yeah, him right. into the season in 2020 and went toe to toe in the playoff game with Brady and uh, has been good ever since. So love that story. Uh, big props to you, man. Hey, we said both uh, of us said to start Justin Fields. All he did was score nearly 50 fantasy points again with 147 yards rushing as a bonus. I like Tua, Geno Smith, and both were solid. I also said it was a week to start Aaron Rodgers, and he came through 224 yards, passing three touchdowns and no picks. Not only are you the Steelers expert, but now you are now the Aaron Rodgers expert. I love it. And uh, and you're also the Donta Freeman expert in Carolina who went off on the ground. With, he did. Uh, he went off again. That's right. You know, we like Taylor, Pollard, Barkley, and Wilson all came through. In fact, eight guys rushed for over 100 yards, including Donta Freeman. And one guy, Najee Harris, had 99. Don't forget well, him. Yes, can't, can't miss that. I mean, it was a big win. Oh, wide out. Big day for several guys. You love Justin Jefferson, and all he did was 10 catches, 193 and a touch. We both like C.D. Lamb. I like Christian Kirk again. He had nine for 105 and two scores. None of us saw Christian Watson of Green Bay, but Rodgers did. Four catches, 107 yards, and three touchdowns. Well, none of us saw Christian Watson because all he's done is drop touchdown passes this year. And now here he is counting in the end zone, one, two, three, like you're somebody. Yeah. Okay, next week you're playing the Titans, and you're going to go back to getting zero touchdowns again this week. Uh, so I don't think he's going to continue that. Um, it was great to witness, as you mentioned. I was in Vegas watching the Colts-Raiders game, and Jonathan Taylor just went off. He's been vacant all season long. The game really turned on his 66-yard touchdown run where it was just untouched. And so I think the, the running game was nice to see back in Indianapolis. You know, that's one of the, one of the things I, talk about, I want to talk about before we get into the injuries. And that is, you know, for years in, in the old NFL, you had a blocking running back and a running running back. You had a fullback and a halfback. Right. 
and that was the that was the format. And then we went for years uh, and something else. And then in most recent times, until just recently, we had like one back. It was it had to be a receiving back. The guy had to be able to catch the ball. And now so many teams are going to those two backs again, or, or at least you know. Some alternative of that with you see Pollard and uh, Zeke in Dallas. Uh, now you're seeing in Pittsburgh, you're seeing Najee Harris and Warren um, in Cleveland. You about Hunt the Bears and, running backs. Yeah, yep. same, same thing. And, and in Cleveland, you had Hunt and uh, Chubb. So, I mean, we're see- it. you see that as the trend? That's- I do, I do. And I think it's a factor of this wide zone running attack. Uh, that's what everybody seems to have gra- gravitated to. And so you get defenses just literally running. And the gaps that start this wide at the snap of the ball are now this wide. And so I think that's why uh, in in a lot of teams, other than the ones I can think of that actually use a fullback type of guy are uh, the the 49ers, of course, and Mm -hmm. the Ravens and teams like that. Even the Bears now have gotten this kid blasting game who's an outstanding blocker. Um, And so I think that's what you're seeing. You're seeing – Really good offensive blocking lines like the Bears have and like traditionally the Colts have had. And now you put a back back there that can read and pick and choose holes. And then you get an explosive guy like Jonathan Taylor, who's got it all. And sky's the limit. Let's get to the injuries. Big news. Cooper Cup on IR with an ankle injury. That's going to really hurt the Rams, who have not been playing well. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster took a massive hit, which should have been a penalty. He went into the concussion protocol. Keep an eye on him. Bo C. Elliott and Kyler Murray are question marks this week. But the bigger news is Jeff Saturday won his NFL debut with the Colts. All he did was return Matt Ryan to the starting role, and it worked. 222 yards a touch and four rushes. 38 with no picks as far as rushing. And don't forget the titles, uh, t- Eagles tight end Goddard is out with a shoulder injury, so you're going to have to keep an eye on him as well. Don't forget Matt Ryan had about a 40-yard run as well. Yeah. And just, <laughs> to me, it looked flawless. It was great by him and, and the entire Colt team. And as great a win as that was for Jeff Saturday and the Colts, um, I thought the biggest upset was the Commanders, obviously over the Eagles, who the Eagles, other than the first series, they were out of the game. At halftime, the game was over, yeah. and they ran the ball. Well, consider this. The, the the commanders ran the ball 49 times, and about four or five of those were kneel downs by right. And so um, Philly had 20. Now, you look at a stat sheet where one team's got 49 rushes, the other team's got 20. I can tell you right now who's going to win the game. And then they also won the turnover battle. So I think, again, Tyler Haneke, um, you know, he didn't care who was predicted to win. And he just played, I thought, a flawless game and did a great job of anticipating throws, laying the ball out. McLaurin was awesome. and uh, But I think it was their commitment to run the game and then their defense. Well, let's get right to the games. By weeks this week, uh, you have the Jaguars, the Seahawks, the Dolphins, and the Buccaneers. So you don't have Tom Brady, you don't have Geno Smith, you don't have Tua, and we don't care who's on the Jaguars. Uh, Thursday night, Titans and Packers. I think the Packers uh, set, step up again with a rejuvenated offense. And while I still may be on the trade Aaron Rodgers train, I would start in this game, and I would start Christian Watson. I think uh, I know you were not not high on him this week, but I think I'd give him one more week. Only one guy on the Titans, and you know that's Derek Henry. And I sold on Nick Westbrook incline uh, at wide receiver, who had over 100 yards receiving. Two touchdowns says possibly if you need a wide receiver, but you better act quickly because he'll be a hot waiver wire commodity this week along with Watson. 
Well, lots of folks forget how good the Titans are. They're in front in first place in that division by a couple games, and their defense is solid. And that's why I think this is the week not to start Aaron Rodgers or Christian Watson. And the reason I didn't say start Christian Watson before, he has done nothing all season long except drop big passes. Um, and so I think the Titans, obviously, Derrick Henry's an every week start. And now Tannehill had another solid day. Now that he's back, I think it's Austin Hooper in the passing game because he had another solid week last week catching the ball. And he's one of those guys that we look for a tight end to get, what, 50, 60 yards passing and into the end zone. He is that guy. He is. It's just for some reason he's always sort of there. He doesn't do – he's not spectacular. He's not off the charts. He's just – he's one of those guys you can just kind of count on from week to week. Sunday, got the Bears and Falcons. Got to go with a hot hand. Fields has it. I like Komet and Mooney, too. I only like Drake London on the Falcons. That is quietly turning into a combination to me of Travis Kelsey and Derrick Henry. He's athletic like Kelsey, uh, and most of the time, Justin Fields is getting the ball when he's open. He's got five touchdowns in the last two games, and would have had another one last week had had uh, Justin Fields not throwing an errant, an errant pass. And so um, I think he's a good bet. Again, Justin Fields is a great bet. And I think Mooney is probably their best, you know, uh, every game field threat. And I, I really got to keep an eye and advise all fantasy owners to keep an eye on Chase Claypool because this guy is too good not to at some point emerge. Um, and then as far as Atlanta goes, gosh, there's just, there's really nobody. Drake London, Running game-wise, nothing. Uh, and I think that's a direct reflection of the poor play they're getting out of Marcus Mariota, the quarterback. And they're sticking with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, uh, you know, and I literally drafted the kid out of Cincinnati, but, uh, yeah, something's not right there. Panthers and Ravens, give me more Donta Freeman on the Panthers. And uh, coming off a bye with lots of injuries, I love Likely. I really do, a tight end. And you have to go with Lamar Jackson, obviously. Well, for the Ravens, even with the bye, when you say obviously, I don't even think I'd start Lamar Jackson. He, he's really? just a stretch right now. Well, Mark Andrews is out, and that's been his guy. And I think the one guy that do, that, do, that does have some explosiveness is Kenyon Drake. He's had a couple good games back-to-back. And when you're going to hit a home run, he's now their guy. Browns at Bills, two teams floundering lately, but two wild offenses. So if you have them, play them. Although it's hard to wonder about Kareem, you know, Kareem Hunt. He's not getting opportunities. Josh Allen has had his troubles as of late, but you can't sit him. Uh, Diggs, Davis, and Knox are all solid in this game, I think. You're right I, about Allen. So despite another three turnovers, he's still Buffalo's best weapon. And that means passing it or running it. And you watch and listen to him after this past game, the past two games. He realizes that these decisions he's blowing and that are leading directly to turnovers, he's the reason they're now losing. And I think he's the type of guy, though, that is going to make sure those decisions don't continue. And so that's why I look for him to rebound. Uh, the team as a whole, I think, will rebound, especially coming to get up against the Browns. Um, you know, I, I still like him. I like the two best options he has passing the ball are still Diggs and uh, Gabriel Davis. Um, but I'd also like, I, I, I think about in terms of the Browns, I really don't see anybody there other than Chubb on the ground. And until David Njoku comes back, they don't really have a great receiving option. 
That's true. Commanders of Texans coming off a win. I'd start the Commanders, Brian Robinson and McLaurin. Texas, uh, one player to highlight, Damian Pearson. He's always a go right now. I agree. And for the Commanders, it's receiver Terry McLaurin for me. Uh, he's going to have a good game no matter what. And then Brian Robinson, of all the people that you'd look at and go, wow, how'd this guy come back so quickly from these gunshot wounds? Well, not quietly. I mean, he's punishing runner and he's not going to put up breakaway numbers but if you're looking for a guy who's going to chug his way the ball is going to get in the end zone probably with a few defenders attached as well and so he's a great option to score come up with 80 to 110 yards a game rushing the ball i think he's a solid bet eagles and colts eagles to rebound and i'd look for hurts to have a solid game along with miles sanders and devonta smith colts can saturday win again on sunday no, a rejuvenated Matt Ryan, I think, is a sit. But Jonathan Taylor is a go, and I'd sit Pittman this week only. I'm not so sure, man. The Colts are going to, they're going to, I think, turn some things around. I mean, they they look like a legit NFL team. And I think that, you know, just Saturday's sitting there going, no, 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 I'm just coaching for these remaining games of the season. Well, I'm not so sure about that. And, and I think he is going to bring a spark to this team. He brought back Matt Ryan without even thinking about it. And and I think this team is going to play for him. And I think the coaches are going to coach. And uh, I, I I disagree. I, I think the Eagles probably aren't as good as what their record, their 8-0 record at the time indicated. And so they're going to have – they've got some questions themselves right now. And, and I think uh, Jalen Hurts is one of them. And I think they're going to have to get back on track. And the Colts, though, are now a revived team all of a sudden. Interesting. You're figuring two turnarounds in a real quick week. Interesting. Jets and Patriots both coming off bye weeks, and I don't like anyone here this week. So we can move on as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll take this up then. We all know the reason the Jets are somebody this year is their defense. But Zach Wilson has finally got the memo that good decisions typically by him equal wins. And so while he's not gotten off on great numbers, Garrett Wilson quietly has their receiver who last he's put two good games together. One of which was two games ago against the Patriots earlier in the year. He had over a hundred yards against the Browns with two touchdowns. So I think he is their one good option. Uh, as for the Patriots, they win by playing defense and running the football and the runner is Ramondi Stevenson. And I think he's again, he's a chugger. He's like Brian Robinson. He's going to pound his way to 80, 90 yards, get in the end zone a time or two. Rams at Saints. Rams, no Cooper Cup, so no one here. I would look for any Ram wide receivers uh, on the waiver wire this week because they're going to get some action. Saints, if you need a quarterback. Andy Dalton is a good fill-in here, and so is Kamara, but only if you need them. I'm not really sold on Kamara uh, at, at this point in the year, but he's, you know, with some buys going on, if you need a running back and he's out there, I'd obviously pick him up. Well, I, I'm not so sure if Stafford or Dalton I'm not so sure either one's going to start. And if they were, I'm not so sure I'd play the one. Um, and if I was going to start a Ram, though, um, it'd be Tyler Higby, especially if Wolford, young Wolford, the quarterback, is going to start again. He's he's not a bad quarterback, but I think I every young well. quarterback's best friend is a good tight end. And so you saw Higby have some good numbers last week. He was a leading receiver. Um, I think that when you talk about Alvin Kamara, we all want to think back to how good he's been. Yeah. The problem is there hasn't been a game this year where he has been good. And so 
I hate to say it, but I would lay off of the Saints, and that includes Kamara. Lions and Giants, Jamal Williams, I think, is solid here. And Amon Ross St. Brown, him as well. Giants, Barkley, of course, and Jones, along with the rejuvenated Dar uh, Darius Slayton. All right. I, I agree with your line picks and the gents also. Uh, I've got a friend from New York, and that's what he calls them, uh, except for Slay, um, uh, Slayton. I think the reason he's rejuvenated is because Jones found him in the flat on a great, you know, last second throw right before he got sacked. Slate takes it. What, where it was 54, 55 yards. Had it not been for that play, though, Darius Slayton has two catches for 40 yards, which is about what he does every week. Raiders and Broncos. Wow. The Raiders put Carr in the Aaron Rodgers mode. Sit Carr or trade him. Get rid of him. Uh, sit Wilson or trade him. Devonta Adams and Josh Jacobs are solid. So is Cortland Sutton. I mean, after that game, that press conference, you see uh, Derek Carr just look, I mean, completely yeah. disheveled. And, and get me looking out of for here. answers, <laughs> right? He's looking for answers as it looks like their whole team is. But Devontae Adams keeps showing up, um, Josh Jacobs keeps showing up, and so I think those are two bankable guys. Uh, when it comes to the Broncos, remember in the offseason, they were loaded with receivers. Then Russell Wilson comes, and everyone's like, Oh, the fireworks are going to take off. Yep, where'd all the weapons go? So is it the weapons or is it Russell Wilson? And so I, there's really no one there I can bank on with Denver for whatever reason it is. I don't know if it's coaching or Russell Wilson himself, but it's just not adding up. It just doesn't. It's not working. It's it's so bizarre. You expected this. You wanted this to work so bad, and it's just not. Cowboys and Vikings. Dak is good for fantasy, and so is Pollard, especially if Elliot, uh, Elliot is out again, and it looks like he might be. C.D. Lamb, of course, is a must. Vikings prove again. If you got him, start him, especially Jefferson. Wow, what a player he's become, huh? And Dalvin Cook. I mean, I'd even start Cook Cousins uh, because, as you mentioned earlier, there's some quarterbacks, good ones, that are all down this week on buys. And so, Kirk Cousins, if you don't have him by now, pick him up. Even though he had a couple of interceptions last year, that was against Buffalo. And so, you know, in trying to keep up with them, he's still going to put up numbers. What do you have, 350 yards passing and a touchdown? He did have a couple pick uh, interceptions, but I like him this week. I like Dalvin Cook, obviously Justin Jefferson every week. Um, and then, uh, you know, when we're talking about the Cowboys and Dak, think about this. Since he's been back from that injury, his numbers have been pedestrian. They win with defense and they win with a solid running game. And when they don't have a defense, like they didn't last week against Green Bay, then Dak tries to pressure, put too much pressure on himself, force balls. He came away with that game with a couple of interceptions. Right. And so I think their formula is, Dak, you make good decisions. Don't lose the game. Come away with 220, 230 yards passing. Be efficient. Don't do anything bad that's going to hurt us to win. And that's their formula for winning right now. Now we come to the Bengals at Steelers. Bengals coming off a bye rested week, so you have to start mixing Burroughs and Chase. Steelers found the running game, and they're hoping it's going to continue. Harris may be back, so I'd take a chance to start him this week after saying for several weeks not to start him. And while Warren is good, I think he's a really good flex option. He had like 70 or 80 yards. I like both Pickens and Johnson here. Uh, you know, Kenny Pickett is not going to be a pick to start unless you have to, but you know, uh, I, I think the wide receivers are good options this week. And I, I I think, when I think about Kenny Pickett, he, he at least for one week, found himself. And what he does well is make good decisions, don't put the ball in jeopardy, and 
rely on a good defense. Now that they had TJ Watt back, hey, they're one for one. Let's not mess that up just yet. Uh, when it, in terms of players to start other than Najee Harris, I don't see one. When it comes to the Bengals, I, I think in addition to the names you threw out there with Mixon, Burrow, Chase, and obviously Burrow, um, I'm sorry, Burrow, if you include him with Mixon and Chase, you also got to put in T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, and that's if you have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, though, for the Steelers, let's not get carried away. They got one win. This is a big divisional opponent that they've struggled with. And yeah. so let's see if they can put another solid game together, another formula, where they win or lose. Isn't, for me, it's not as important as they keep making the, the same good uh, offense and defensive plays that they made last game to win. If they can keep that going, then maybe we get back on the bandwagon with the Steelers. I think the bye really helped them more than it helps a lot of teams. I mean, they really uh, kind of went back and searched, you know, and, and getting things right. The offensive line looked good, uh, which it hasn't all year. Uh, I mean, they, they did give up five sacks. I mean, you know, but uh, that's, you know, they're still developing. I think the interesting thing with them this past week was they got back to something they needed to get back to, and that's running the ball. I mean, you can't have a rookie quarterback back there who threw the week before 57 times. <laughs> you know, you see a rookie quarterback throwing 57 times, you know who wins. You know, it, it's just not going to happen. So, Chiefs and Chargers. Well, I thought it was great, just to finish that up, I thought it was great, despite getting sacked five times, Pickett did not put the ball up for grabs. Yeah. And, you know, he protected the ball, and he's figuring out now, this is who I've got to be. For us to start winning games and Ben Roethlisberger if you might remember went through this kind of phase when his his rookie year and so they had a great defense back then they won a lot of games but he found out how not to lose them before he start winning and I think one thing that this game showed just how important TJ Watt is and why he's the highest paid player on defense and and the every game he was out they lost he came and they every game that he has been out in his career they've lost they're Owen, whatever, you know, and it's like, it's, it's, it's hard to figure that, but it, it's true. Chiefs and Chargers. Chargers look bad. Chiefs look like a superhero team. Uh, start the Chiefs, watch for Juju and uh, bench the Chargers, although it would be hard to bench Eckler. I'd consider it maybe for one game. I'll be at this one because uh, it's going to be at SoFi with the Chargers home game, uh, as will my son Dylan. He's a huge Chiefs fan. Uh, but I agree, the Chargers will struggle to slow down Kansas City. Uh, so for this season, uh, and and for this season, no one has so far slowed them down. But the Chargers, with a healthy Herbert, who's now he's starting to kind of, weeks are starting to go by from that rib injury, he's starting to look solid. And then, obviously, I think Eckler, like you, is going to have a good game. But the other guy I'd consider is the receiver Joshua Palmer for the Chargers, because he's really the only healthy Chargers receiver right now. And he's playing well. Yeah, I mean, he's come from the last three or four games. He's playing very well. Monday, Niners at Cardinals. Niners again, start them if you have them, especially the running backs. And the Cardinals, I'd start Murray if he's back. And Connor is finally at least a flex play, along with Hopkins and Moore, who should be starters for you. And in San Francisco, that's one name that you got to get out there, Brandon Ayuk. All season long, this guy has been solid. He's the guy that Garoppolo looks to on third downs. He's just he runs great routes. He's got great hands. He's physical after the catch. He's a physical blocker. And so, to me, he's their best all-around player. If the, Right now, offensively, he's the guy. 
And there you have it. Another edition of Kramer and Brill. Find out more by going to our website, KramerandBrill.com, or on my Bob Brill YouTube channel. From my friend and colleague, Eric Kramer, I'm Bob Brill. We'll see you next time.